Yeah, yeah, Ryan Bars. Sit back, relax, real talk, what you listen to? Hosted by black brothers, distinguished individuals. So listen up, cause times is getting critical. This is where we ignite your mental and your physical. To the point where your spiritual is visible. Our mission, each one, teach one. Till our bond is indivisible. Where we make bread like bakeries. What you thought? It's a brother's podcast, Ash Crib Report. Brian Bars in World Tour. They give you fly bars in the world of sports. LT, the voice got the news. J Boogie, PC Joe, yeah they got the juice And last but not least we got Hawkeye and Mr. Wallace With the hot topics, yeah it's hard to stop us Stop and be our last resort It's the Burroughs Podcast, Stash Crib Report Chip, BK Welcome to the Brother Podcast. I'm here with Ryan Boss. How you doing? Bow respectfully. World Tour, how you doing? What's going on, baby? Jay Boogie, how you doing? Yes, sir. I'm cut from a different cloth. Corey Craig Joe, how you doing? Beautiful, beautiful. Mr. Wallace, how you doing? We can't hear. He had an audio audio issue. Um, LT the voice, how you doing? I'm doing wonderful, brothers. All right, all right. Um, LT the voice got some news. Go ahead, boy. All right, Bill Russell. We 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 take our hats off to him. He he passed at 88. We 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 top off. I have Sam, NBA champion, all that good stuff. It was shooting at McDonald's in Brooklyn. And that shit was crazy. It was on, oh, what, 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 what was that? Flatbush? Franklin or wherever it was at. No, it was on Fulton Avenue. A shooting at McDonald's on Fulton Avenue. They caught the shooter. Eighty-eight year old in California. Got shot. There's so many shootings going on around the world. I can't even keep up. I ain't even going to lie. Y'all can laugh at me if y'all want. All right. Thank you so much, LT The Voice. Yeah, you done? You finished? Uh, yeah, Jay Boogie, Boogie and and World Tour with yo, the sports. Go ahead, boy. Yo, real quick before my man World Tour get on the sports, I you know I want to go back to the Bill Russell, the Bill Russell passing a little bit, and I think a lot of people um, recognize Bill for what he did um, playing the game of basketball, which is 
Uh, I think he he's arguably considered the greatest of all time. I think he should always be considered in that conversation. But I think what was more important about what Bill Russell did was what he did off the court um, as an activist uh, for black people in this country for an incredible, incredible amount of time. And so I think, you know, you know, when we when we talk about Bill Russell, we talk about basketball. But, you know, I think we should talk about what he did uh, as a civil rights activist uh, for all of us, for, for, for young black men. And I think, you know, because of him, we are we are able to do what we do today because of what he fought for with with a lot of folks, um, you know, in our time. So over to you, World Tour, to kick off sports. Yeah. Nah, you know, you, you know, you got it. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> yeah, real quick, bro. Um, little NBA news. Um, I, th- I sent this to the to the to the fellas uh, early on in the week where. KD made his demands over to the Brooklyn Nets. That's Ryan Barr's boys um, talking about uh, he wanted Steve Nash and Sean Marks to go or him. And then uh, the oh, report yeah. came the, out. The mockery of Simon's past, too. You finish? Yeah, the mockery is past, too, from the NFL. All right, cool. All right. Um, and there was also reports about Kyrie Irving feeling the same way about Steve Nash and Sean Marks. So, I think the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets is in a little bit of turmoil right now. And then I did read a little bit of reports earlier today about um, rumors of the Philadelphia 76 is making a hard push for KD. Uh, it kind of makes sense when you see them reports come out today about uh, James Harden and KD back on speaking terms ahead of all of these rumors that came out about them. So that'll be interesting to watch in the next few weeks. I think there's no doubt about it. KD will end up out of Brooklyn. I think Kyrie will probably end up staying. Um, but we'll see where, where it heads out. Um, their NBA release date, they open a schedule, starting opening night. Shout out to my man Hawkeye, Lakers and Warriors uh, for opening night. Great marketing by the NBA to show the Warriors getting their rings uh, while, while LeBron is sitting there on the sideline watching it. It's going to be interesting. I think he ain't going to do nothing but fire that man up for the season. But the Lakers still got a little bit more work to do um, as they try to continue to build. The Lakers still believe they have options to get rid of uh, Russell Westbrook. So we'll see. We'll see how that plays out. I'll, I'll defer that that conversation to Hawkeye at the end of this. Um, the Knicks still believe they are the favorites to land Spider. Um, I think it's three teams that will be involved in this as the Knicks are not willing to part ways with all of their draft picks that they have. So I think it'll certainly take three teams to to get um, Donovan Mitchell over to the Knicks uh, over to the NFL. Uh, preseason's underway. Week two. Uh, we about to get the brothers, the brothers fantasy football season going here pretty soon. Uh, and about a couple of weeks, we're going to get that draft going. Big blue. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, today said he will not negotiate a new deal once the season starts. I think the Ravens better take a hard look at what uh, what the Yankees did with Aaron Judge by not giving him a long-term contract going to offseason. And the season that he's having right now, they're going to have to back the Brinks truck up to pay that man in the offseason this year. So the Ravens better get their head out of their asses and pay that man now, or they'll probably end up paying him a little bit more. Uh, my main man, wild man, Antonio Brown, came out today, said he was interested in joining the Cowboys. He he publicly said, yo, tell Jerry Jones to call me. <laughs> As only Antonio <laughs> Brown could do. My man, Roquan Smith, linebacker from the Bears, perennial pro bowler, uh, demanded a trade, generational wow. talent, another person forcing his way out of the team. Um, the Jets, nice signing today uh, with offensive tackle Dwayne Brown, another pro bowler, but Zach Wilson got hurt yesterday uh, in the preseason opener out two to four weeks. That's a big blow to the Jets. 
Um, so we'll see how that impacts them the first few weeks of the season. Hey, you gotta remember, um, um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. All right, um, Kareem Hunt in Cleveland, Josh Jacobs, two top running backs. I'm just trying to tell all y'all this before we get to this draft. They also asked to be traded as well, so we'll watch that. Matthew Stafford, a, a bum elbow right now, is a pretty serious elbow. Uh, I think it'll become a, a a pretty big issue for him throughout the season, but we'll see how it plays out for the Rams and Matthew Stafford. Um, and of course, the big news in the NFL was the the judge that was uh, over the case with Deshaun Watson um, levied a six game suspension for Deshaun Watson. The NFL has appealed it. I'm willing to bet that the NFL is going to be willing to suspend him for a year or they will suspend him for a year. Um, and I think they will also find him because the way they structured this contract with the Cleveland Browns or this three hundred forty eight million dollar guarantee contract, uh, the first year of his contract, he was only scheduled to make about. $75,000. And so he wouldn't lose much money in the first season. So I think that's why the NFL will probably levy a pretty big fine on him. Uh, over to boxing, obviously tonight, Teofimo Lopez is fighting Pedro Campbell tonight. Uh, he is absolutely, he was out in the open talking about, he was hoping to fight Ryan Garcia. So a lot of chatter with those two cats. Garcia is still optimistic that he's going to fight Tank Davis in December. Um, the Canelo triple G fight three, that's coming up. The trilogy is coming up 17 September. And then last but not least, Errol Spencer, Ter Terrence Crawford, which we all hoping as boxing fans happens uh, close for a November deal for a big fight in November. So we'll see how it all shakes out. And then uh, over to you guys for any comments on sports. The comment on sports. Hurst got hurt too. Cool. Eagles fan. Eagle, Eagles quarterback. He got injured. Good deal. That's it was Hawkeye, 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 any comments on the Lakers? It was the contenders anyway. <laughs> the thing is, they're they, they willing to give up that second round pick. So, <laughs> second pick, so you ready to go. Uh, right. Suck-ass Lakers. <laughs> All right. Over to you, Hawkeye. <laughs> All right. So moving on. All right. So Six Flag Great Adventures, guys. The CEO, um, the... Hold up, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, what about oh, the oh, other shit. segment? Oh, you might, my, my, you know what, my fault. My oh, fault, oh shit, go ahead, Rod, nigga. He ain't sleep with them chips yet. Go ahead. He ain't got no more Doritos. This week in hip-hop, we got uh, August 13, 1991, Cypress Hill released their debut album uh, called Cypress Hill. And I know that was a hot one because they came out with a lot of hits back then. Also, we got August 10th, 1999, Def Jam released their compilation album, uh, Violated the Album. Now, I know y'all remember Vibrant Thing, a Vibrant Thing, Vibrant Thing, a Vibrant Thing. Yeah, that was a hit from one of the hits that they had on that album. Then we got August 10th, 1983, Run DMC came out with a single, It's Like That, and that's the way it is. Yes. Huh. You know what I mean? Huh. So we got that. And then we got August 9th, 1988, Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rap came out with, It Take Two to Make a, It, it Take Two to Make a right. Thing Go Right, It Take Two to Make a, you know what I mean? And oh, rest in peace. On August 8th, 2015, 
Sean Price died. So rest in peace to Sean Price. You know he was one half of Ruck and Rock from the boot camp clique. The BCC. You already uh, know. One of the nicest MCs I ever listened to. Yo, then we got August 8th, 1988. NWA came out with their debut album, Straight Outta Compton. We came to see Easy. <laughs> Easy E. You know what I mean? My man, Dr. Dre. Uh, well, you know, not Dr. Dre at that time, right? Yes, that, he was, Dr. After- Dre. Dr. Dre, MC Rim, Yella, Ice Cube. And DOC, right? No, DOC wasn't there. He's a he's a he's like a distant cousin. Straight out of low um, cash. <laughs> Crazy motherfucker name, Ice Cube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know it. The MWA was the was the team back then for the West. They was doing their thing. It's my man Hawkeye boy, Easy E. Yeah, I know, right? Easy does it. Then we got <laughs> August 8th, 2011, Kanye and Jay-Z released Watch the Throne. I know everybody was listening to that joint. Oh, yeah, shit. I remember that. Sing it, Spot. Sing it. Yeah, sing it. Yeah, Spot. Go ahead. Sing something, LT. Y'all got it. Sing Otis. It makes it Easy, young. <laughs> <laughs> I knew y'all was gonna crack a joke on my ass. Yeah. I oh, knew y'all and crack a joke on me. <laughs> last but not least, August seventh, two thousand and one, Jada Kiss released "Kiss the Game Goodbye," another mm. classic. Classic. Right. That's that's just hip hop for this week. And today, and today, the locks released "Terminator." Oh, did they? Yes, sir. Mmm. That's a that's a listen to it. Then I gotta go. I gotta go see what that's about. The must listen. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. All right, all right, guys. So Six Flags CEO, he's facing a revolt. He's saying that um, he he hype prices. Yo, LT the voice, go on mute. LT the voice. Yo, go on mute. All right, so uh, Six Flags, you know, Great Adventures, they said on Thursday, Chief Executive Salim uh, Basol, he said that the company's 27 parks have become a cheap daycare center for teenagers and that the price hikes were necessary to attract more affluent families. Jay Boogie, what's your thoughts on this? I mean, I guess you can't be more racist than that uh, on the surface. Uh, you appreciate him for being racist on the surface and he lets you know where he's coming from. Um, but I think he don't realize as a businessman who who really attends his parks. Maybe he wants to change the way uh, Six Flags and, and people that come to his park, maybe he wants it to be more like Disney or or, or whatever. But I, you know, I think that was probably one of the dumbest freaking comments he could have made from a pure business perspective. You know, you, you, you rather keep something like that um, amongst your board of directors members to make a change but the notion that he came out and made those statements and you look at where Six Flags sits, it sits in mostly, you know, minority areas where we tend to go and visit those parks to get away for the summer. We plan bus trips. We plan all types of stuff to go out to Six Flags. So I think it was pretty dumb on his part as a businessman. And obviously it'll affect him because 
you know, it's not like white people typically go to great adventures all the daggone time. You, you have mostly minorities that go to, to great adventures, so it's pretty stupid on his part. All right, Ryan Bars, your thoughts? Yeah, I totally agree with Jay Boogie. Like, I was looking at the article and I was like, yo, people are pulling out from, you know what I mean, uh, the elite passes and, you know what I mean, all of this is losing money, you know what I mean, and just because he didn't know how to keep his mouth shut about, you know, like, he could he could have went on and did what he was going to do without saying what he said, and he wouldn't have been canceled like he's, like he's being now, you know what I mean, because... A lot of people, especially black people, are like, nah, we not messing with Six Flags no more. So that's my take on that. World Tour, yes, sir. So he basically, did they, because they're saying it was racist. I don't know, man. Um, It's like, yeah, man. It could be racist. It could be uh, their corporate uh, um, board trying to, you know, keep up with inflation, you know, so, but like Six Flags don't, because the Six Flags down here, it doesn't have the Disney feel, like, nah, so raising the price, I, I could understand what he's talking about, because I went to Six Flags and there was a lot of teenagers there. And it was looking kind of crazy out there. I ain't gonna lie. A lot, a lot of shit was going on with those teenagers. Un, unsupervised, you can imagine. You know what I'm saying? So, but for the most part, um, I think the prices was already pretty high. And we all know Disney is definitely high. The whole experience. But they don't have the capacity or the, um, or the features as such as Disney to, to warrant the rising prices. I don't know. I don't get it. I think he's trying to. I think he's trying to price those teenagers out, uh, so they can't come there. So because you said it's looking crazy, when you say looking crazy. Explain more about what what that means. Looking crazy. Well, it was last time I was there. It was a lot of group of teenagers there, and you know, out here in Atlanta, the teenagers got that whole. Swiper look. The swipers is the, the the people who try to steal your car. The gas station, the water boys, the aggressive water boys, kind of your cars with like, and you know what I'm saying. And unfortunately, like it's like that in the hoods out here in the city. Like it's very like that. So when they come to like, you see those that kind of group in Six Flags mobbing, and they got the Pooh Shiesty vans on, like, and you know they. Messing with girls, harassing girls, and you got young teenage girls out there. Just, just a lot, you know. What I'm saying a lot of horse playing, you know. And I'm there with my family. And I'm, I got small kids and shit like that. So like, I you know I'm getting defensive, but you know, it's unfortunate that they want to price them out because at least they are actually at a park. You know, have the have a good time and have fun. No matter if they horse playing or not, they they still kids. But um, I can see why it can become frightening to people that stay with their families with small kids. Right, because they said if you read the article, that one of the ladies said the guy, the teenager was behind a, a grown woman and her son, and they was cursing, and she asked them, "Could you please stop cursing?" And they got disrespectful and they beat up her son. <laughs> uh, yeah, I could believe that. Yeah. That would never happen with me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, 
but I could definitely believe that. Like, I could see that happening because you know some of these kids, some of these kids are very aggressive, man. And it's um and like the conversation we was having earlier, Mr. Wallace was saying something about the reason and accountability and all that. I understand all that, but you know what I'm saying? It's it's like it is what it is. What are we gonna do to fix it? Or like because a lot of these kids are unruly, you know what I'm saying? And as soon as you show them some type of authority, they get violent. You know what I'm saying? And that happens a lot. And that's, you know, people be hesitant to reach out to the to the young boys and, you know, try to help them. All right. Please correct, Joe, your thought. No, but um, ever since we've been going to Kings, um, Great Adventures, you know, it always been like that. It always been a ruling, always been mad. Kids there out of control. But it's a theme park, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, we was planning to go there, me and you and, you know, some of the fellas was planning to go there, but I guess we're not welcome. But I mean, but he didn't specify like, did he specify like black teenagers? I'm trying to make this a race thing, nigga. What's your no, opinion no, said, on the article? I'm saying, did he say, I'm asking, I didn't read the article. He said more affluent families. That's what oh. he said. Yeah, no black or no white, man. What's your opinion on on the subject matter? No, Don't like make every, it a race thing. No, it's no race thing. It's, every time I've been to Great Adventures, it's, it's, it's wild kids, dude. like you know, wild teenagers. It always been like that. You know what I mean? But I mean, it's his park. You know what I'm saying? You got to run it how you want to run it. It just depends on if you want to support it. But you got to be careful when it comes to business. Yeah. I hear you. Mr. Wiles, your thoughts? Yeah, my thoughts on the matter are he fucked up by making that statement. I, I completely agree with Jay. Um, his theme park is not like that of Disney's, uh, meaning it's it's affordable to everyone. You know, I, I, I have a season pass to the Universal Parks for me and my daughter, and it's like a thousand dollars a pop. You know what I mean, and when the security gets there, I mean, you you can't get through with nothing. You're not doing nothing crazy because they pay enough security to make sure that shit is smooth and is happy for everybody. And Six Flags doesn't have the infrastructure for that, as as it's been said. Um, you know, they depend on our community. They depend they depend on the urban community. That's where their their bread and butter is made. Uh, that's where most of their parks are. You know, so it, to say something like that is is stupid for business without having first, you know, set, you know, I don't know, maybe he has a deal with Disney or he has a deal with somebody else to make sure that, you know, he's funded, you know, and he's good to make the parks accessible and and appeal appealing to, you know, that level of 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 wealth. But um, if not, then yeah, man. I mean, I think he just shot himself in the in the foot, man. Like, uh, if he's still planning on making his money the same way he's been making his money, then yeah, he's you know he fucked up because we are the people that that support him. You know what I mean? I mean, my daughter goes to Six Flags every other weekend. You know, that's because 
you know, it's affordable. But if you don't want to make it not affordable, like like Disney's tickets are like three hundred dollars a pop, and that's way different than the than the you know seventy dollars or eighty dollars a for the year subscription. You know what I mean? So if he's gonna bring it up to three hundred dollars a pop, then he has to make the park appealing to three hundred dollars a pop people, and it's not right now. So you know, depending on what the plans are for the future, I think that was extremely stupid. Um, but if he does have some different plans for the future, it may have been smart. You know, I don't know. All right, thank you so much for that. All right, Mom, Mom, can I can I say something real quick? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Like I felt like the CEO could have like the CEO could have did it without saying it. Like everything that you want to do, you don't have to speak on everything you're about to do. Sometimes you just got to do it and people will deal with it. You understand? Because all you have to do is say, listen, inflation, lowering profits, you can make up all the excuses you want, but you could do what you want to do without saying it. Instead of costing your business money, you know what I mean? Or negative publicity. That, that, like you might be trying to appeal to certain people by yeah. saying that. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. Like if if there were certain things set in place behind the scenes, you know, this may be like a hey, yo, I'm coming out, I'm with y'all. You know what I'm saying? Give me that four hundred billion dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You know what I mean? But Maybe. it could be kind of like a like a stance of allegiance. Like, yo, you know. I stand on what on what the deal was made, and you know, give me my money so I can you know finance this this expansion, and yeah, you know, fuck urban communities type shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know, I don't know. If if that was not in place, then I think it was extremely stupid. But if that was in place, then I don't. I, you know, I can't say it's extremely stupid. That only the future will tell. Yeah, because you might he might just want us to be like, well, we're not going here no more because we took offense to it. And he got rid of us just like that. What if the people have the money to do it? So I'm saying like it could have been one of like the Disney investors that was like, listen, man, you know, you keep having these kind of you know exploits in your park and these kind of you know things going on in your parks, we we can't invest. You know, however. If you outprice those those people, we will, you know, give you this this, you know, one billion dollars, one trillion dollars. You know, they may say, I right, fuck it. We'll exclude those people. You know what I mean? Give us the one trillion dollars. And this is our our stance on saying, yo, we don't want broke motherfuckers in our park. We don't want, you know what I mean, the urban community in our park. Boom. So it cannot be disputed. Give us the trillion dollars. I mean, three years, Six Flags may be the next Disney. We don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Depends on how it turns out. I don't know if it was a good business deal. But let me ask you. You got that trillion dollars? Then it was. No, I hear you. I hear you. Would you put your money on it? So Jay Boogie, Hulk, would, I finished. Jay Boogie. So Jay Boogie, do you think that um, you know the urban community are contributing to to the situation? They said they was running around fighting, a lot of violence is going on. World Tour even said a lot of teenagers are going there acting crazy. 
you know, are they contributing to this? Yeah, I mean, I, I do think that because, you know, we, we take certain behaviors culturally and we take them everywhere we go uh, versus understanding where you are. But at, but in the same token, you know, it, it is it is not the stature of those parks where you pay uh, an extraordinary amount of money for it. just six flags. Is, that's just not it. Um, because you don't have those problems at those parks where it does have the infrastructure, the, the security, the staff to be able to deal with it. And so I do think we do play a part in it, but you know, I, again, either way it was to Mr. Wiles's point, don't know what he's dealing with. If he has a behind the scene business deal with some other bigger company to, 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 to finance him. But on the same token, if you don't, if you don't have the infrastructure, the employees, the security, then you know you don't you don't have to worry about those types of things. But you have to worry about it because we've all been to Six Flags before, and we see it. We see what it looks like when we go there, um, and and it's it's valid. Um, but it was stupid, I think, for him to say that on the surface. Well, let me you? just let me just say some let me just say some of that real quick. Um, I feel like yo, I, I completely agree with with, with Jay. Um, it was stupid for him to say it on the service, but it, but it, it brought back a memory. If you remember, like about two years ago, what happened in Disney when they lowered their prices for a season, and that black couple went in there and they started fighting, and they had to call police. I don't know if y'all remember that, but it was like a whole you know fight scene in Disney, which has never happened before. I it was like, that. yo, yeah, you know I mean. Yep. And that was the one season they decided to lower their prices because of COVID. Yeah, you know I mean, and that's what they let in. Yeah, you know I mean, so and right after that, they raised their prices again. It was like, yo, fuck that, because you can't have. You know, now, you know, you think of Disney. You know, when you go to Disney with your family, you're not going to run into anything like that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the whole thing about Disney. Like, it's a safe place to enjoy yourself, and then you know. Yeah, have the amusement and all that shit, right? So, you know, that killed a lot of, of, you know, like a lot of people were worried. Like, yo, what the fuck? You know, Disney has turned into this. So, you know, you lower your prices to a certain point and, and you know, you know it's, 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 it's bad to say, and I'm still in this group, you know what I'm saying? But it's bad to say, like, yo, that's the kind of ilk you let in. You know what I mean? You lower your price to a certain price point and, and that's what happens. Yep. But to be fair, Disney, Disneyland and Disney World—they don't have a group of teenagers coming in. It's more family oriented, right? Six Flags, you know, it's TV because TV they because because it costs so much though. Because yeah, it costs it, so much, Hawkeye. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if, if it if it was thirty dollars to get in, then they would have people like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But it's because it's hundred and thirty dollars to get in. That's why they don't have the teenagers like that, and that's why it's a place where it's like, yo. You know you're gonna be good. You have to bring my family here, and they're gonna be good because the riffraff can't afford to get in. Well, the, the, well, the yeah, you know, definitely, definitely. But you know, again, the 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 contribution to that is, is ourselves, right? The black people don't have to be that hood mentality everywhere they go. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people gotta really check themselves at the door. You know, um. But it's, but it's this though, you know what I'm saying? Okay, so people without the hood mentality, they're not gonna jump at that price reduction. The people nope. that jump at their price reduction are the people with the hood mentality. Who's to say yeah. that? And, Who's to say that? 
it's coming. You know what I mean? It's, it's the stats are to say that. The stats are to say that. You know what I mean? That that's that's what's to say that. Sometimes price not about the amount of the money. No, no. Unfortunately, that's what we, that's what people would like to believe, but that is not the case. But if you spend you your mean, money, the numbers, you the numbers want, don't you lie. The numbers don't if lie. You spend your money. The numbers tell a different story. To, you will want to have something that's good. If you but spend the numbers money. tell a different story, and this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying, and that that's the thing. You know what I'm saying? People, and and that's the big thing, right? You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, without struggle, there is no progress, right? Frederick Douglass said it. But, you know, that's the big lesson. You know what I mean? People who have worked hard and invested in making their wealth don't do quick schemes like that. People who have oh, never so had scheme. anything. So it's, oh, listen, listen, so listen, 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 listen. If you listen, you understand my point, LT. Oh, okay. no, I'm just asking the question. Ears, two brother. ears and one mouth. Big brother, two ears I'm asking mouth. the question, big brother. So, so, so if you listen, then you, your, your question may be answered. Right? Who pays they can't afford it? Just so because. they aspire to what they, so exactly. And that's the exact thing. You know what I mean? Because it's not something that's normal for their lifestyle. They aspire to have something that they feel is of greater wealth. Right. However, the people, the people of greater wealth are not investing in that thing. So that should tell you that it's not of greater wealth. But that's not the case. You know what I mean? So, so what happens is, yes, you throw these discounts and now the people that really cannot afford it are offered a chance to get in. So now they feel like, oh, yo, it's the be all to end all. I got to get in. Let me take advantage of this. But it lowers the value because now you have people that will risk the continuity. You know what I'm saying? Like, like everybody's family having a good time over their personal, you know, they feel affronted. They feel a personal affront. So now they have to ruin everybody's good time because they feel a personal affront. And it's unfortunate, but people that don't make a lot of money normally feel that their personal affronts are more valuable than everybody's, you know, well-being. Ryan Bars, what's your thought? World, I'm sorry, World Tour, World Tour, what's your thoughts? Yeah, uh, yeah, that was a good point you just made there too, Mr. Wallace. Um, but my thoughts on what uh, about the, the country uh, the they, they, they um of them contributing to the to them to his decision in making this happen. Oh uh, <clears throat> yeah, like um, basically, Mr. Wallace was just he just summed it up like I go for it, you know, <laughs> but um. You just summed it up, basically, you know what I'm saying? Because I was listening, you heard? Because you were telling niggas to listen. I was listening. <laughs> so, uh, basically, it those, these, like, cause, like you know, whoever, whoever been there and experienced it firsthand, I experienced it firsthand, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, how we grew up, you know what I'm saying? Because I was one of those. Like, I mean, he was having a conversation before we went on about me and, 
20 years ago and all that. Yeah. No, I don't want that. I don't want like that's too much. When I was in Disney, it was beautiful. I had a wonderful time. Both parks I went to. So like, and I ain't seen none of that. None of that. And, you know, it's it's I ain't arguing about nobody like cutting in line. People saying, excuse me to get to where they going. I'm not worried about who they, you know what I'm saying, where they going. I'll let them go past. I don't want to, I don't want no trouble. You know what I'm saying? On the other hand, when you have six flags and you do let these kind of people in, unfortunately, you know, we're talking about, you know, our own people. And that's the, you know, the most you see. And down here in, in Georgia, Atlanta, see a lot of Mexicans, you know what I'm saying, um, teenagers there as well. You know what I'm saying? Doing the same shit. Same shit. There ain't no difference. When you're young, you know what I'm saying? You have you have all that energy and you don't have the capacity to to check that, to keep that, all that roof raft and all that extra shit where you at and what happens in your neighborhood. It, it becomes an inconvenience for me and my family and people are alike, like me. You know what I'm saying? I like, so I understand it. You know what I'm saying? Like how um, Hove was saying, Jay was saying, for him to say that is kind of crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely crazy because, like, like you only talking about brown. And not, not to say that either, because there do be a lot of white kids there too, teenagers. But, uh, you know, to be honest, they temperament be totally different. You know what I'm saying? Because I witnessed that as well. You know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is. We gotta take accountability for these young wild kids in these parks wilding out. Now pricing them out, like um how Mr. Wilds was saying, if they got some bread behind it and they able to do that, and but the first thing they gotta do, like um PC Joe was saying, you should just motherfucking make the infrastructure changes up front. So you'd be like, yeah, we got a whole bunch of shiny new toys, new rides and all that, and we charging our niggas double. So if you wanna come in, you gotta pay. So they didn't do that. So he just basically put his foot in his mouth unless he got the bag, unless like how Mr. Wallace is saying, two, three years from now, this shit's not resorts. But the whole infrastructure of Disney is totally different. You got the hotels involved, the rentals involved, the planes, the flights involved. Come on, that's a big business. So, and like it's supposed to be a safe space. And to see, like I saw recently a family, everybody had on a family shirt, like a family reunion, and they fucking fighting. I don't, that's just gonna fuck up. Nah, nah, that shit is, that shit is no good. Family fighting. Whole bunch of, um, <laughs> but yeah, that's my take on it. Ryan Boss. Yes, sir. Yeah, did they contribute to this? Uh, are you talking about? Black people or just people yeah. in general? Black people in general. The people he's talking about, who he's going to price out. Oh, the people that be making it look rowdy and ghetto? Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm i pretty sure they did, you know what I mean? And, you know, it, they're going to have to bite the bullet, you know what I mean? Now, you know, he's going to raise the prices and more than half of them that was starting the fights and causing the trouble is not going to be able to be there no more and it's 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 a shame you know what i mean but that's that's the way the cookie crumbles that's my take all right play craig jones yeah um 
I just feel like when he when he when he talking that shit, he don't want me to go right because he's speaking volume to me because I didn't go to Disney World yet because it's so expensive, right? And to be real, right? To be real, um, Great Adventures right now is kind of expensive for me because I got like five kids, and usually they gotta bring six to seven. So that, that's that's going, you know, a day, a day at six class is going to be a ban for me at least. You know what I'm saying? That's why I, I, I fucks with Coney Island personally. You know what I mean? I love Coney Island. It's for the hood. I'm comfortable around them people. I go to Nathan's, go on two rides in Astroland, and I'm fucking out. So, you know, so I take offense to Six Flags saying that shit. So all I got to say to Six Flags Great Adventures is fuck you. You know what I'm saying? Play correct Joe, letting him know. All right. Drop the mic after that, too. All right. All right. All right. I don't know how I can follow that. OnlyFans model Courtney Clenny facing murder charges over, over fatally stabbing her boyfriend. Um, Play correct Joe, what's your thoughts on this? Her boyfriend is black, by the way. She's white. She's a white blonde. Her boyfriend is black. You can see her in the, uh, before the stabbing. Um, she was in the um, elevator, you know, going crazy on him, punching him. You know, she was a wild one. Um, she fatally stabbed him up. Um, she was arrested in Miami, I think it was, and happened in Miami. And um, she, you could see her when they handcuffed her. She had blood all over her. Um, so, Blake Craig Joe, what's your thoughts on this situation? Man, you, you know, it, it, it's crazy. Like I said, I don't like senseless killings. Right, I'm never a fan of people just killing people for for for, for no fucking reason, right? But I, my thoughts is, why did it take like four months to arrest Shorty, right? Because all she gotta do is claim self defense. But you know, a homeboy used to speak out against black women too, because he used to be on Twitter rants and shit talking about um, he don't he don't um like black women, white women are the best, white women, you know you don't like ghetto black women. But you know what? He got him a ghetto white bitch that killed his ass. But, you know, I feel bad that the brother died for no reason. You know what I'm saying? But, like, it was a toxic relationship. And it shows that abuse could come from both sides, right? And you shouldn't take abuse lightly. But, you know, I'm glad that they arrested her finally. And I hope she goes to jail. And, and I hate the term only fan model. I say that's the bitches slinging coochie online. That's my take. All right, Jay Boogie, your thoughts. Listen, man, how can I follow that? My man just dropped the mic again. <laughs> Listen, uh, I mean, the, the one the one glaring thing about it is how it, how long it took for them to arrest her. And I think that's the one glaring thing about it all. Like, I don't know the inside, the ins and outs of their relationships, never even knew about this whole situation. But as a as a as a white woman uh, that was able to continue to remain free as a as a person of interest, I think that's incredibly glaring to me about a, a flaw uh, in the law system in the in the in the justice system itself and so really that's the only thing um you know i can really take away from it minus the fact that she's a bitch selling her coochie on only fans all right ryan boss your thoughts yeah man it's a shame brother had to die you know what i mean and I, I just look at it like this. The brothers, you know what I mean, really need to stop uh, inviting themselves to the sunken place. You know what I mean? That's my take on that. You know what I mean? Because 
they they get into these relationships. I I I remember um back in the day, like I'm I'm not against interracial relationships, but you know when it ends up like this, I gotta speak my mind on it. You know what I mean? These like I remember uh, I know y'all remember uh, Howard, young Howard. He had a white girl off in the woods, um, and then next thing you know we getting a report saying he killed himself out there and we like, yo, he killed himself. Like what's going on here? Like how it didn't seem like no depressed little dude. You know what I mean? He was a cool little dude in the hood. And he found out that his girlfriend was white and we, you know, started making up our own assumptions. But, um, it's, it's a shame that, you know what I mean? These toxic relationships end up in death. You know what I mean? Like you could end up, just leaving each other alone, you know what I mean, and agreeing to disagree, you know what I mean. If he he probably was cheating on her or something like that, and she couldn't take it, and you know, that's what happens when you got a million dollars on the elevator. That's my take. All right, World Tour, your thoughts? Yeah, man, that, that's that's unfortunate, man. Boy got caught up in the fucked up situation, but like at the same time. I'm a realist. I don't know what the hell happened. Of course, you know what I'm saying. So, like, just from looking at the inside, like from the outside looking in, with no race being involved, it's crazy that even that she was um, able to, you know, be free for so long. And we know that comes back to race, but the it's it's unfortunate, man. And like like um. I mean, like PC Joe was saying, the bashing of the black women and all that, like, <laughs> not to like, I wasn't those kind of niggas, so like, I'm like, yo, damn, he fucked up. He, 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 he bit the bullet, right? <laughs> you say that's what, <laughs> he really bit the bullet. That shit is unfortunate, man. So like, wicked. And, and then, like, uh, you know, I ain't forget about it, but the, the, the whole Howard situation, so he jumped off a cliff. Like, huh? Like, yo, wicked. Like, I saw Get Out. Get Out feel like a real movie. Burn <laughs> up. So, like, nah, you know, he's like, listen, man, for anybody who's in that second place, go listen to um, Type in Dr. Umar on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> put you in the right direction. <laughs> That's one of my heroes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I take on it. <laughs> right. uh, Mr. Wallace, your thoughts? Uh, honestly, I co-sign with everything uh, politically correct Joe said. I feel the exact same way. We'll just leave it at that because I'm a little twisted and you know I, mean? I don't want to go too crazy. All right. All right, so hold on, um, hold on. I want to say I want to say something else too, right? Go ahead. But the the the, the and that's not, you know right like in an interracial marriage or relationship, right? You when 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 you're the black person and you're dealing with the, a white person, right? Just anything that you do could put your life in jeopardy. Right. So you so you even if it was a black girl, you could probably defend yourself. But when it comes to a white woman, bro, you're a black man, you got to be extra, extra, extra careful 
You know what I'm saying? And then she knows, and if you could see it, she knows she could get extra, extra, extra violent with him. So it's a, and I feel like a lot of interracial, like relationships I see, the the, the white person is usually more violent. Not all, but what I'm saying is usually, it's, it's more for bullying. So yo, yo, man, yo, I, I completely agree with you, but I don't even feel like it's, it's limited to interracial. I feel like it's limited to, to not even limited, but extended to yes. gender um, interactions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, listen, yo, shit, we recorded, but you know what? Fuck it. Yo, yeah, leave it, alone, leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone, leave it alone. I, I was in an abusive relationship. Me, personally, me. Yeah, you know I mean, a black man, physically abusive relationship. Now, already, I know motherfuckers is looking at me like, nigga, what? What the fuck did you say? It's like it's like yo, facts. You know what I'm saying? And 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 that's not considered. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like yo, a woman says that it's like oh shit, shorty. You know what I'm saying what, what happened? You da da da. A nigga says that it's like nigga what? You let a bitch beat on you da 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 da. But it's a reality. You know what I mean? And and I'm a victim of that personally. So I don't, I, I don't know, man. I just don't give any shorts. You know what I'm saying? I don't give any shorts to anybody, male or female. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Well, I, I agree with you, brother, because too often we look at abusive relationships or DV, um, you know, low law enforcement term uh, and, and, and domestic violence. And we always look at the man. Uh, but a lot of times it is on women and we just don't. We don't view it as such. And so I think I agree to your point, man. It's not it's not just men, you know, assaulting and or committing domestic violence. A lot of times it is on the women, but the system is set up as such where a lot of times they have the, the first right of refusal uh, to say that it wasn't that they tend to get off. You know what I mean? So I, I agree with you. But, but clearly what I would tell you, brother, is, you know, you, you clearly made the right decision because you are here on the podcast talking with us. And so sometimes it is harder for the man to take the high road and, and, and remove yourself from the situation rather than react. And then that's when you really become the you become the suspect versus become being the victim. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I'm saying like you I felt, I felt, I felt a little way, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm so adamant about, you know what I'm saying, the male perspective and, you know, that's where it comes from. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, it, it's because it's not considered enough. You know what I'm saying? It's it's really not taking its consideration enough. And it, it's valid. You know what I'm saying? It's valid. And I don't even know how I was going to swing that into this point. But I was somehow, you know what I'm saying? I just lost myself, you know what I'm saying? I apologize. Right. I apologize. No, no, you were 100% right. That was a conversation that needed to be picked up. Because she just got home from work. And, and, and I'm outside. What the fuck am I outside for? What the fuck am I outside for? 
No, no, LT. Running her mouth, talking shit. Domestic violence. Verbal abuse is domestic violence, bro. Oh, shit. I have to get the fuck out the house. Like, you know what? I'm, I'm chilling on my podcast and running your mouth. I got the fuck out the house. Yeah, y'all heard a whole bunch of shit before I walked out the house. I mean, all that shit's gonna be played on. I did the fuck out. Yo, no, like, like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm not bothering you. Everything is good. What's the problem? Oh, alright, I'm out. Over to you, all guys. Yeah. No, but, uh, I, can say, I can say one more thing. Go ahead, Fred, brother. No, we it's, all it's, talking. It's the message, no, bro. No, they, 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 they be having like social, they be having like social experiences, right? Where they'll have like a man try to hit a woman, and you see everybody like jump on the man. Stop, stop, stop. But they have like a woman. And, and I feel like that's one thing that we don't take serious. We don't take serious like the, the woman abusing the men, right? And that's and that's something that's like frowned upon and, and, and we need to because it's a lot of crazy women out here that do a lot of crazy shit or they got crazy brothers and they just but that's it. but but and, yo, honestly yo that's 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 what I'm trying to bring to y'all brothers, you know what I'm saying? Because every time I, I be speaking, it's like, yo, you know what I'm saying, niggas, you know what I mean, did did girls dirty and you know what I'm saying, like we have a history of, of treating girls like shit. And and you have to understand the dynamics of men and women. You know what I mean? Like, yo, we excuse me. We don't act out like that. You know what I mean? Like, like we act out in different ways, excuse me, than women. You know what I mean? So, you know, for generations, I feel like we've been blaming men for acting out in the only way that we know how to act out, which is, you know, irrationally, like breaking, you know, car windows and, you know, I don't know, fucking random niggas up on the street. You know what I'm saying? Or robbing niggas because, you know, and we don't look at the women at, at the way that women lash out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, it's it's psychological. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's been said, like, yo, men's weapons are, you know, swords and shields, right? And and women's weapons are their words. Tongue. You know what I mean? <laughs> you have, you have, you know, men that, you know, as, as I stated on, on a previous, you know, mean version of this podcast, it's like, yo, you coming home after working 80 hours, you know what I mean, two weeks, trying to pay this rent and these bills, making sure this woman's okay, and you come home to find dick pics in her phone. You know what I mean? From the nigga down the block. And then you go outside, you crash a car window, and you blame for being a fucking irrational nigga. And it's like, yo, you know what I mean? Is that not understandable? You know what I'm saying? And and it's like, we look down on niggas, it's like, yo, man, yo, you wilding out, and it's like, yo, B, you don't understand, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm busting my ass trying to, you know, provide for this woman and make us a better life. And I'm coming home finding dick pics in her phone of the, of the drug dealer down the block. I mean, and, my, and I can't hit her because I go to jail for life. You know what I'm saying? So what do I do? 
come outside and I, and I break a car window. And now I'm looked at as a crazy nigga in the street. And I'm not saying that every nigga is like that, but all I'm saying is we don't give the grace for that level of understanding for men. And I think that's that's a that's a huge problem. You know what I'm saying? Because that has a lot to do with it. You know what I mean? That has a lot to do with it. I agree with you, brother. And I, I can't, let me ask you a question real quick. I know we're getting we're getting off subject here real quick, but I apologize, Ma. Um, do you think the because some because most men don't react as rational that it is over it is how do you how do I say it? it's over exasperated as far as men uh, on domestic violence or you know any type of abusive relationship both both verbal and physical because men tend to overreact do you think it's over exasperated by that because we don't we don't take the high road and walk away and then put it on the put the onus on them we do tend to react part, partly out of um ego or like no woman will do this to me type thing do you think that that kind of takes a plays a part in this at all definitely i yeah. definitely think that was the part in it yeah i mean yeah. I, I, and and when i say things like that i'm not taking any onus away from the men sure you sure sure I mean? no absolutely but, I'm, I'm just asking a question i don't know what i don't know no no extremely yeah definitely definitely i feel like um that definitely has a huge part to play in it. You know what I mean? And and that's that's due to, you know, in, in my opinion, uh, uh, a lack of understanding that men taking themselves, you know, yeah. like, uh, yeah. you know, it, 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 it's a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot. You know what I mean? But yeah. um, yes. You know what I mean? Definitely. And, and, and you also have to understand, you know, the way women and men interact. You know what I mean? It, it's a different expectation. You know what I'm saying? Like women, their hold over us is 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 different than what our hold over them is. You know what I mean? So the ability to understand your man and understand the way, you know, what makes him click. You know what I'm saying? What makes him jump? What makes him sit? You know what I mean? Th those are things that women are trained to 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 understand and go into a relationship looking for. You know what I mean? So like I said, you know, it 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 goes way deeper. Yep. Yes, I do feel like it it falls on a total lack of understanding on the man. However, you know it it also falls on the woman they're with. You know what I mean? Just like I feel like any any extreme action that a woman takes falls on the man they're with. You know what I'm saying? I don't I don't take any action away from either party. You know what I mean? But I do feel like um women do not get the level of accountability that that they deserve in the fall of um you know in all that domestic violence shit yep and i think we let them off the hook sometimes just based off of how we react facts and men yep. as well you know what i'm saying like i think yep. i think it goes both ways but i think it goes more in the way of women indeed yeah man i'm, I'm gonna just say that indeed over to you hawkeye yeah, definitely. I apologize, Hawkeye. I apologize. No, 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 no. Right no, that's something that needs to be addressed anyway. So, um, the thing about it is that you know the system is play, um, placated towards women because men supposed to be strong and supposed to be able to handle that. That's like if you call the police and say, "Hey, my wife is abusing me," police come in and don't take it seriously, right? 
And they probably, and Facts. I don't know the, the intricacies of the situation or what happened, but more than likely there probably been some police reports and the police probably came there and they, you know, and they looked at the situation. They probably took her side and this chick was batshit crazy, as you can see. You know? now, imagine, and then, now imagine a black man killed a white woman in domestic violence. I mean, like, do you think it would take four months? No, it wouldn't. See, to investigate about, that? No, it wouldn't. And the thing about it is this, when you're a black guy and you're in a, in a relationship with a white woman, that's you, you put yourself in a dangerous situation. Why? One, because you can't really do nothing to her. Facts. And you have to take all the stuff against because you're going to be the bad guy regardless. Win or lose, you, you don't win that situation. You know what I'm saying? She call you anything. She call you nigga. She call you bitch. She say, "Oh, I get your ass locked up. I do. I punch you, spit on you, kick on you, all kind of shit." She can do anything to you, and you have to take it. You know what I'm saying? I think this dude had to take it. But Joe said this is what he wanted. He didn't want black females. But if it was a black female, what happens is they arrest both people normally. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If not, but he would. He more than likely he's gonna get arrested. But but four months afterwards, and she had blood on her. But y'all realize I seen the video. She had hands arrested, and she had blood on her. His blood on her, in the same apartment, and they let her go. So what does that show you? You don't know what she told him. She told him exactly how that happened. How that happened, yo. So they really how that happened, yo. You know what I'm saying? Like how did that happen? Blood on her. Self defense. She feared for her life. You know what I'm saying? She she didn't penetrated my skin. I'm bleeding. You right. still let her go. Right. That's the way the world is, man. Right. And then she probably said he forced her to do the OnlyFans. And, you know, he's bigger than her, of course, but she's violent. She's a little firecracker as she was tearing that dude up in the, in the elevator. Um, I mean, she's an abuser and she was dangerous. She's dangerous, obviously, you know, but people don't take women, um, you know, uh, as the aggressor, as the abuser, seriously. Because they said, you the man, you know, um, and you're supposed to defend yourself. But if you defend yourself, what happens? Why did you do exactly. that? Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Now, you, now yeah. you in the bed. You can't defend yourself. You can't. So Nigga, you, you can't. Can. Trust me, yo, I've been in that situation. You cannot. You, if you defend yourself, you were in the wrong. You yeah. cannot defend yourself. No, you can't. You have because to take you're it. physically stronger than this woman. You know what I mean? You, so you cannot defend yourself. And that's what I'm saying. So it's like, you know... Listen, man, I don't want to go on a tangent. You know what I'm saying? But I've had some personal, personal experiences. It, 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 you cannot win. You know what I mean? If a woman is physically abusive, you, you cannot win. There well, is no legal way for you to get out of that situation. You know, there's no legal way. There is no legal way. Well, yeah, you're right. But, you know, the, the, the reason why it's like that is because of, you know, the way that things used to be when the men was just beating up on the women, their wives in the home with their wife beaters on, which we call a shirts, which we call wife beaters. Yeah, but we're not. And, and that's what I'm saying. You know, we're not. We're, and this is what I'm even with that trope. You know what I mean, we don't understand. Like, yo, women are people. And this is, this is, it's like, you know, this is my biggest frustration, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when you say, you know, I don't want my, my daughter to be a slave, you know what I mean? I know, right? It's like, yo, this is, this I is my, my biggest, so this is my it's biggest, so my biggest frustration with that. It's like, yo, if we're going to look at women as equal people, then we have to look at them as equal people. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't say that, you know, this is okay and, you know, that you're safe from. 
You know what I mean? I agree. Men and women are equal. We're both four and four, but one is two and two and one is three and one. You know what I mean? We are equal, but we are not the same. And if we are, we are, we're putting women on the same level, then we have to hold them to the same level of accountability. And if we're not willing to do that, then they're not the same. If females have a higher ability than we do, all they got to do is say a word. All they got to do is say a word. And we fuck. Basically, all they have to do is say a word and we fucked up. (laughs) Correct. He did uh, that. That is, that is you it, absolutely, it, it, you absolutely right. You absolutely it, right. However, it's a rap. It's a rap. However, it's a however, 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 yes. after yes. after they say that word and we go on their word and they don't fall in line, they fucked. And that's the whole point we don't take into account. Like you right. You they say a word and we gotta go. That's absolutely correct. I can't even deny that. But once they say that word, if they don't fall in line, they fucked. When you say fall in line, what do you mean by that? What do you mean? You said when they don't fall in line, what do you mean by that? Basically, he said protocol. Okay, so they say, yo, man, they say like, yo, man, yo, we got to go A, right? And we like, yo, you damn right. You know what, babe? We got to go A. And you go A. And A requires, you know, B, C, D, and E to be a part of that as substrates of A. They got to fall in line. Because if they don't, if they get to, to C and they're like, oh, no, I don't like this shit, da, 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 the whole thing crumbles. Because we have now built our, our foundation on what you said. You said go A. So now we built our foundation on A. So now you got to go through it from A to Z. Because now this is what you said. This is what you want to do. So this is what we built our foundation on. So once we get to level D and you don't like how it's looking and you and you decide to, oh, no, this ain't for me, the whole thing crumbles. Mm, okay. So now they have to fall in line. Absolutely right. Absolutely right, 100 percent. 100% right. Right. And that's no, the no. danger of putting and that's the danger of putting it in a woman's hands. Because when it gets to like why, they'd be like, oh no, 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 this ain't for me. No, 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 I can't, I can't. And now the whole thing crumbles. When you they, them built- they want to renege, they want to renege on everything and then crush it up. Exactly. Now my experiences have shown me, yo, fuck that. I plan it from A to Z. You know I mean? Jump on my train and we'll be good. Oh, it's not working out. I wanted fucking, to work out. We'll get, the, we'll get the fucking X. We'll get the fucking X on a woman's plan. And she'll be like, oh, no, this ain't working out for me. And it's like, yo, goddamn. Now A through X is wiped out. Yeah, you got to go through A, B, C. You got to go through the whole alphabet to make it correct. 100% right. <laughs> I agree with Mr. Wallace. I bet you. But Jay Book, let me ask Jay Book a question. Who controls the relationship? Men the female. Jay Boogie. The female. So, the female. Look, listen. 
as, as a as a as a man that's been married for 18 years, <clears throat> I, I would tell you that love is 50-50, right? And again, this is all situational, man. This is not you I don't bunch every situation into based off of one situation. Uh, my situation obviously is not everybody else's situation. And so I do think it, it is, it's a 50, 50 split. There's no doubt about it in order to make it work. I mean, it's the only way I was able to make it work for 18 years is like, you understand this, you understand this. And that's 50, 50 gets you to A to Z, quite frankly, uh, clear understanding, communication, et cetera. But I think both the man and a woman have to make the relationship work. And if not, it's not going to work period point blank. I mean, my wife and I have been together for 21 years and we've been married for 18. And so I, I do hey, think it's, it's a 50-50 it's a split, um, but every situation is not the same. Every woman is not the same. Every man is not the same. And so it's really hard to, to kind of bunch everything up into one, you know, one, one apple tree, so to speak. But, but I do think, you know, um, you know, I do think sometimes men become too controlling sometimes women become too controlling and i think there has to be a clear understanding and i think communication to me obviously is the, is the most important thing uh, in a relationship about you know there is no control right if i if there's a 50 50 here then there's no control here we we talk about it we agree to disagree and then we move on to the next problem set but i i think it's you know i don't control my relationship my wife don't control my relationship uh, we 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 equally uh run this relationship Okay. Um, Ryan Bars, who controls the relationship, the man or the woman? Yeah, I, I also agree with uh Jay Boogie. This has got to be 50 50. If it's not 50 50, it's going to be some problem. It's going to be some resentment. You know what I mean? It's going to be, oh, well, he think he better or he think he going to tell me what to do or vice versa she thinks she got got all this money and she get to do whatever she want with her money and i gotta pay all the bills you know there's always going to be an argument there if it's not 50 50 so that's my take on that what about you world tour yeah who, who controls the relationship the man or the woman well uh, <clears throat> Well, it depends. Uh, it it go fifty fifty, you know, the, the generic way. But like how Mr. Wallace was saying, we equal, but yet we three plus one, two plus two, right? So I look at it as female must have, um, to me, have more balance. You know what I'm saying? In, in certain ways, I know females can be irrational, but men, you know what I'm saying? We we deal with you know with ego and pride a lot in our moves. So it could be subtle, but at the same time, it could be at the forefront. So <clears throat> I would say the right female is gonna set the tone for you to for, to, uh, for you to meet her halfway for, so it could be a successful marriage. Like how Jay said, I also been married for 18 years. You know what I'm saying? It's been a, a long road. You know what I'm saying? You're still kicking. I just had a baby not too long ago. You know what I'm saying? So, and there's a lot of things that so I, I say that the, the reason why I say the three plus one, two plus two is because there's a lot of things that my wife do to keep the house running while I'm busy going to work, you know what I'm saying? And just paying bills and shit like that. She makes sure everything is running with the kids and all that. Whereas, you know what I'm saying? I have the luxury of just going to work and 
worrying about providing. So to say, like, you know, like that whole body we were speaking about earlier type of shit. So that right there deems a lot of control. So that's why I would definitely say 50-50 though, still. All right, pretty correct joke. Pretty correct joke. Control the relationship, man or woman. I agree with everybody. It's a, a, a relationship has to, you know, nobody really controls it, but I feel like everybody has to play their part. And if the certain party don't play their part, then, you know, you kind of lose power. And it, But I feel like it's a 50-50 situation. You, you have to work together, you know, to make a relationship work. But, you know, yeah, it's 50-50. Okay, Mr. Wallace. You want to think controls a relationship? Yep. And a woman. Woman. I think once a man decides to dedicate himself to a relationship with a woman, I think part of that decision is, is relinquishing control to that woman. Um, so yeah, I think a woman controls the the outflow of a relationship because once a man has dedicated himself to a woman, it's kind of like you know we we trust that woman enough to to lead us and to accept our leadership. Um, so I think once a man has has said, "Yo, I'm going to be in a relationship," I think a woman controls that. I, I think though one second more. I think to your to your point though, Mr. Wallace, is um three plus one, two plus two, right? Um, you get to four some way, somehow, some shape, form, or fashion, you still get to four. And I do, you know, and, and this is not a rebut of what you're saying, but I do think that that the way the way you think about it, three plus one or two plus two is four, either way you slice it. And that's why I I mean, again, you're 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 right in in the in the sense of a woman, but I do still think two plus two, three plus one is still 50-50, right? But it's just you know what 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 weighs a little bit more heavy, and we talked a little bit more uh, offline well, about well, about you, you know the women's the women's ability to have a work life balance versus the men. To Tor's point of, I have the well, luxury to go to work and focus on work. You work and then you focus on the family as well, and 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 that's the 50-50 kind of piece that I kind of. You know, I kind of hit no, on. No, no, no. But the thing is, my thing is, I totally agree with that. Yeah, you know I mean, my thing is, you know, once you get into a relationship, you and mm-hmm. that woman decide what is what. Indeed. Yeah, you know I mean, but Indeed. once you decide to dedicate yourself to a woman, meaning, you know, out of every woman out here, you know, this man has decided to say, yo, this is the woman I'm going to dedicate myself to, then he puts a lot of faith into that woman as far as where the relationship will go. What happens if a woman dedicates herself to you first? He still has to, has to decide to dedicate himself to her. I've known a lot. A lot of women have dedicated themselves to me that I have <laughs> not dedicated myself to. <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I think that's true of, of, of a lot of birds, right? I mean, yeah. like, you know, please. Okay. You know what I'm saying? No, so, fair. fair point. It's, it's once a man has decided to dedicate himself to that woman, 
now it's like, okay, well, I I align with your train of thought. You know, let's see what we can build on this. Um, so yeah, yeah, I mean, like I I, I agree with you a hundred percent, bro. Yeah, I mean, 100%. But you know what though? Like even even in a relationship, right? Like I feel like at different points, even though it's nobody control it, but I think in different times, like uh, like a man has to lead with some things, and a woman has to lead with the other. Because like when it comes to the kids, I don't know shit about them. I'm gonna be honest with you. Like Melissa knows how to do everything. She take care of everything. When it comes to certain, you know, like bills and stuff, I take care of everything. But it, it, it's like everybody, you know. But everybody, it, it's it's a it's a so it's like a pilot and a co-pilot. You know, in my experience, in my experience, um, and, and, you know, being single for a while and, and having dated a few women that have, you know, long-term plans, you feel like women, most women, lack foresight. You know, they kind of only think about, you know, this year and next year. You know, they don't think about, you know, five years down the road or 10 years down the road or 20 years down the line. And I think that's where their fault lies. You know what I'm saying? I think that's where they need leadership where, you know, it's like, yo, you know, as I said before, you know, and, and, you know, two weeks ago, a lot of women work for their personal luxuries where a lot of men work for the progression of, of the unit. But at the same time, all women at the, is not the same woman. You got what some you women that, that go out there to go get their shit and they straight. They don't need a man. So you got to be careful with that too. Well, what do you mean they don't need a man? They don't They don't want a man, basically. Okay, they can they do this shit all by themselves. But we're doing what? And this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. You know what I mean? Like this taking is the, care, this is, taking this care is where I get. This is where I get. Yo, I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie, LT. This is where I get frustrated. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming from a man of God like you. You know what I mean? You a man of God. You know what I mean? All of this right. work, money, shit. This is this is man. This is man made shit. And if you're putting this. You're, but so you're putting if a your woman personal, don't need a man, wait, wait, they wait, don't wait, need wait, a wait, man. Wait, 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 wait. wait. Let me I finish my you. Thought, I'm listening. Bro. Let me I'm finish listening. my thought, I'm listening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, so you, sir. So you, so you would put, you know, your personal luxuries and your personal, you know, you, you can experience in your personal experiences, your personal luxuries over that of the community of, from a man-made thing, right? Like the family is from, is, is, is from God. Right, that's that's heaven sent. Yet you you're you're saying, yo, my personal growth, my personal achievements in wealth and luxury, are more important than my investments into this thing from God. So when I hear Christians be like, yo, you know what I mean, they ain't making their way, and then it's like, yo, it, it's fine if they're making their way. But if they were making their way and investing that back into the community, we'd be a, we we we'd be we see a lot more difference in the community. But they're not. 
You know what I mean? They're taking their 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 luxuries and their you know the things that they make, and they're you know they're taking trips and they're you know buying you know Gucci and you know they're doing things that are that are not investing in the community, and we're praising them because it's uh, it's uh, their individual growth. And from my and understanding, that's, the- that's that's not what the what the Bible is is about, right? That's not what what the what the faith right. is about. It's not about individual right. growth. It's about right. communal growth. Right, but um, so they have to stop praising women that they got, are saying, they, they you know, got to take, they got to power and do what they got to do for them, but they not for the take, community. Yeah, 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 not for us. Yeah, and that, that but that, but that's, but so that's not, we, not, we that's as not men, but we as men have to make sure we can abide in ourselves. And make sure we are good. Okay, but, let me, let me, but let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this, yo. Yes, yo, sir. Man, yes, sir. Yo, man, yo, man. I think honestly, bro. I think that's that's this lost thinking, man. That's that stinking thinking, bro. You know what I'm saying? We got, we have. Yeah, yeah. You could Google, Google. You know what I mean? I, Anybody? I'm not mad at you. I, 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 I ask you to Google this right now. You know what I'm saying? Groups that will empower black men on Google, and then you Google groups that will empower black women, and there are way more. Why is it okay for our women to achieve growth and success without bringing their men up? Mm, that, I because like that. Okay I, 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 I really like that. that. That's deep. Bringing our women I, up. That's deep. That's deep. I like that. That's deep. I'll tell you to actually. Why? Why do we promote women's success and we do not promote men's success? Coming to coming to the divine nine, baby. We'll change that. You heard? Facts. I'm gonna <laughs> change right, that. All right, baby. cool. Yes, I'm gonna sir. leave that. I'm, I'm gonna leave that where it's at. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that and where it's at. That we're okay with that, and we and we're okay with looking at facts. that it and not facts. even recognizing it. Is is that's frustrating to me. You know what I'm saying? Like we can see that we have so many programs so, to influence it, women it, it, and zero or, or to never men, and we're we okay frustrating ourselves. We frustrating ourselves because we don't know which way to go. If that's the case. No, no, no. We know which way to go. We we go up. We go up. That's Nothing the way we go. Stop me. I'm all the way up. Facts. Yeah, that's like 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 like, like Sergeant J said, he gonna leave that to where it's at at the moment because it it's a frustration. <laughs> it's twisted. It's that's what, it, 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 it's a twisted conversation right now. Spill said that Sergeant didn't say that. <laughs> yo, one, but, one question. Yo, go ahead, Spot. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm moving on because I'm moving on to the next one. Before you wrap Zach. this in, so my bad. Um, sorry, um, no good. No, bro. no, no, no. Yo, bro, bro, you was on point, one hundred percent, Mister Wallace, one hundred percent, Mister Wallace. You got the floor. Okay, okay. all that, everything. All right, mute your phone real quick, son. You gotta move on. Listen, um, <laughs> all right, go, 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 So, moving on, we was talking about the modern woman last week, right? So there's one term that I think the modern woman use um, 
It's called unbothered. When you hear that word unbothered, what did that, what, do you, what comes to your mind, Jay Boogie? I think it's smoke and mirrors. Um, I, I think the term unbothered is smoke and mirrors uh, for any human being, whether it's a woman or a man. I think unbothered, if you tell me you're unbothered, that means you're bothered. Um, yes, there are women that are incredibly successful today. And I, again, yo, you finished my guy? I was there. I'm sorry. That was me, man. This was the wildest. I'm sorry. So you, oh, just, my you bad. took I you with that. You absolutely Listen, right, nigga. You sound but, like you sound like an actual rapper. Nigga, but, you, know, you sound like you say unbothered, it sound like you bothered. Exactly. Fact. Facts. There's no doubt about it, in my opinion. Like if you tell me you unbothered, you are absolutely bothered by something and or someone that has has you that has hit a nerve. Um, so if anybody tells me that the the terminology unbothered. Um, doesn't mean something. I think that's that's fake news in the words of DJT. Um, women that tell me or men that tells me that they're unbothered, clearly, I, I mean, honestly, I can't say it any more clear. You're bothered by something. And so for a woman to say that they're unbothered, they, they clearly are, whether it's jealousy, you know, envy, you know, hate, whatever it is, jealousy, wickedness, whatever it is, it, it tells me that you are bothered. I, I do think I have a responsibility for me, particularly again, as I go back to my girls, is to make sure that my girls never use that terminology of unbothered. I want you to be bothered because I want you to be better, right? Be bothered by somebody that's better than you because I want you to be better than that individual. Um, but never let somebody make you change course or course correct to do something that they want you to do. Do what you want to do, right? So I don't ever want my kids to use that term that they're unbothered. Um, so I, I don't like that terminology at all. It just tells me that there's something that's there that's lingering in the back of your mind that you're quote unquote unbothered. Um, and it just tells me that there's something that's bothering you. All right, Ryan Boss. Yeah, unbothered. No, no, talk, just... Ryan, Ryan, I want to jump you on. I'm, I want to jump in. I apologize. I just asked her, was she bothered with me or was she unbothered? And I got the response that Jay said. She's done bothering me, so fuck her. And you look at her. Oh, well. Jesus, Mary Joseph. Yeah, all right. She's unbothered with my ass. She ain't, she, ain't, she ain't trying to fuck with me. She ain't trying to fuck with me. All right, I ain't mad. I ain't fucking mad, yo. Oh, well. I'm goofy. See Spot. now, Spot is unbothered. Spot is unbothered right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I miss my gene. But anyway, you know, unbothered. I feel like the word, like Jason said, is is a cover up. You know what I mean? For the ladies to say, you know, oh, I'm not, I'm not even noticing this person over here, or I'm not listening to what this person got to say because I'm being criticized. You know what I mean? It's it's a way to, you know, deter their feelings about the person or, or people or whatever they, they, they're reacting to. So that's my take on that. All right. World talk. World talk. Well, uh, all right, Blake Greg Joe, unbothered. That means you. 
unbothered to me means like shorty really don't fuck I believe if she be like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, right? That if she's saying it's okay, it's okay, that means she's unbothered. But if she tells you she's unbothered, that means she probably got 12 inches of cock waiting for her as soon as you need a crib. Baby. That's what unbothered me to me. She gonna get some dick from somewhere else. She got her man locked up. But listen right here too. That's what unbothered means to me, baby. Don't ever say you unbothered. Unbothered. <laughs> So if you don't care, yeah, Joe, hit it up, hit it up, Joe, hit it up, hit it up, hit it up. I know you, I, I know you about to drop some knowledge, man. Go ahead, man. Drop some knowledge. Yeah, like I, I, I'm, I'm about to get you. It's alright. That's it. Oh, you ain't gonna get philosophical on me. You need your help. Yeah, I need some. I need that. Yeah, yeah. You come on, come on. You're my therapist, man. I need that. I need that PC Joe help. That's what I'm about to do. Nigga, it like ODB, man. You're like your ODB in the cruise, man. Goddamn. I was just thinking of that shit. Damn, my nigga. All right, Mr. Wallace. All right, this is the main event. Save the best for last. Go ahead. I'm bothered for the modern woman. Maybe you can help LT the voice out. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> nah, oh, yo, yo. I co-sign with what, with what Jay said. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's, you know, honestly, obviously you bothered. If you, if you have a point to, to point out that you're unbothered, then you're bothered. Um, I, I disagree with, with you know, I teach my daughter that she's not better than anybody else and nobody else is better than her. Um, so I don't teach her to be better than anybody. But this is this is, you know, that that's semantics and listeners, that's parental discretion. And I'm not I'm not saying anything, you know, bad about how anybody parents their kids or, you know, what they want them to believe or whatever. You know what I mean? I think that's great. Um but yeah, you know, you say you you unbothered, you bothered, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that's 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 a clear. Yeah, I used to when I was in Miami on the prowl. You know what I'm saying? Back in my heyday, you I used to look for confident bitches like that. You know what I'm saying? Because that was my that was my that was my. You know, I used to I used to talking in on them hoes like yo they fucking tonight. You know what I'm saying? All them bitches that's that's proud and all that shit. They they ready to go. You know what I mean? Easy targets. So I think that. You know, saying that is is defense mechanism, and and yet, you know what I mean? They they are bothered. Thanks for coming. Okay. I one hundred percent agree with you. LT the voice. Hey, you got something to get off your chest? Go ahead, man. Go ahead, man. Go. It's your time, man. LT in this corner. Let's go, LT. Let's go. Don't be shy now. You feel me? Yo, Everybody else, it's your turn now. Go ahead. Your time to shine. Damn, man. It's, just, it's so hard to do my baby. And y'all know how I put my work in and my foot in to make sure everybody's good. 
Joe, go on mute, Joe. Yo, Joe, niggas is not ready for Labor Day parade yet, bro. Yo, go on mute. <laughs> he ready for Juve. Go ahead, go ahead, El Cheetah boy. Yeah, man, it's just, this it's is crazy, man. It's just, I do what I do, and I do what I can do at the time I can do it. I do what I do because I'm doing it for TV, right. right? All right, that's great, man. Excellent job, excellent job. All right. So, moving forward, we're going to end this on a good note. So yes, I was sir. watching some old school stuff the other day. And I was watching some Arsenio Hall, and I ended up watching some Heavy D. You know, Heavy D and the boys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, that's my third cousin. That's like my third cousin, yo. No, they, he's so talented. You know what I mean? The guy could dance. He could rap. Different songs, all kind of new jack swing. So, what's your favorite Heavy D song? I'm going to go that way. I'm going to go with Jay Boogie first. The overweight lover, Yo. Heavy D. I'm the overweight Yo, lover, Heavy me. D. Whoa, shit. That'd be the only one. Shit, I don't remember all this shit. <laughs> all right. Ryan Bond, <laughs> favorite Heavy D song. The overweight lover's in the house. The oh. overweight lover's in the house. Yes, sir. <laughs> the overweight lover's in the house. <laughs> That's all I remember, yo. All right. Mr. Wilds, your favorite Heavy D song? Oh, that's easy, nigga. I got nothing but love for you, baby. What you got? I got nothing but love for you, baby. Uh, I got nothing but love for you, baby. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Nah, nah. Hold on, ball. Hold on, hold on, ball. You know, yeah. I got... Hold on, I think... Wait, what was... uh? What was his shit? Oh, Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> that was my shit. That was my shit. That was my shit. <laughs> and got me waiting was crazy too, though, man. That's right. That's right. That Play was one of his stuff. later joints. Yeah. Got me waiting. Yes, sir. Oh, oh yeah. Yo, did y'all know? You know, y'all ever heard that song called um? The way they reminisce over you. My yeah. God. You know yeah, that song, my shit. You know, you know that song was made for one of his dancers, right? Yeah. Trouble. Y'all know what happened to his dancer? He got shot mm-hmm. up, right? Nah. So they were they was on tour. But it was on tour with like pet, uh, salt and pepper and a bunch of other and they said he was on a stage, but the stage was like on the fourth floor, and there was horse playing around. And he slipped off the stage and fell to his death. Damn. Damn. Yeah. Damn, sir. His name was Trouble T. So yeah, Trouble T. Roy. And they said that's the way they reminisce over you and P. Rock made it for him. And the dude see each other, see how smooth. You know, him and him had a fight. They was fighting each other because they were from Yonkers. Um, Trouble T. Roy. Uh, he from uh, Mount Vernon. Yeah, Mount yeah Mount Vernon. Yeah, yeah Mount Vernon. It was see how smooth. Pete Rock, uh, Heavy D, they all lived on the same block. You know what I'm saying? So that's what happened. And that's why that song was made. Um, but uh, Play Craig Joe, favorite Heavy D song? Play Craig Joe? Yes, yes. Favorite I was about to say, he and I was doing the bogle. No, <laughs> as an overweight guy myself, you know, overweight lover, baby. All right. All right. World tour, you there? 
the overweight lover heavy league. Yes, sir. Yeah, you know, I, and everybody else know this is a, this is a, a, a round the way joke. Everybody know about a heavy D. We know. Oh, 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 oh shit! Would you, you would you gonna pull up? Would you gonna pull up? <laughs> how many? How many y'all had a turn though? That's what I want to know, nigga. How many y'all uh, jumped I, I, on? I, I have a turn. I, I, I'm just, I'm I'm just listen, everybody. Mr. Wallace, I'm just singing. Mr. Big Stuff. <laughs> oh, shit. Ah, Who do you think you are? <laughs> <laughs> That's a throwback. And in the words of my man, Ryan Bars, I'm going to leave it at that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen. LT The Voice, final take. Let's go. Alright, final take. Um be precious with yourself because yourself is more important than anybody else. <laughs> Words of LT. I like that. LT. Ryan Bars, final take. Yo, I like for everybody listening to this one, because I, I, I take it to heart when I heard it. I y'all gotta stay down till you come up. You heard stay down until you come up. All right, Ryan Bars. All right, Jay Boogie, final take. Yeah, man. Uh, champions keep playing until they get it right. Then they play more. Mr. Wallace, final take. I like that. Yo, honestly, I like what Ryan Bars had to say. You know what I'm saying? Yo, stay down until you come up. Facts. And never let the words or actions of others dictate your character. Right. Mm, D, D, D. Right. Uh, World Tour final take. You there? Oh, bat. The bat signal was out, so he's gone through the shadow. He gone. He gone. Yeah. <laughs> bat shadows is gone. All right, play correct, Joe. Final take. Yeah, I was. I just um finished reading the miseducation of the Negro, and one thing he said is um. We have, we get two educations in life, right? The one that we're given and the one that we give ourselves. That's like the most powerful shit I heard for a long time. All right. All right. LT the voice. Yo, Ma, 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 give us a final take, please. Come on, you're messing up the flow. LT the voice. Yo, your birth, your birthday, your birthday is tomorrow. Give us a final take. Hey Boogie, thank you for so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Yes, sir, man. Listen, I don't like to lose at anything. Yet I've grown most, not from victories, but from setbacks. And that's from Serena Williams, the greatest sports athlete of all time. And I forgot to mention that she announced her retirement. And that was one thing that Serena Williams said. Uh, she is absolutely going to go down to history once she goes to the U.S. Open and retires as the greatest athlete I think we have ever seen. We got to give that young lady her flowers while she's still here on this earth. Definitely, definitely. Mr. Wallace, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a jewel before you go. And I gave my jewel uh, a second before, so I'm going to drop another one. Yo, every man lives two lives. The second one begins when he realizes he only has one. Mm. I'm going to let y'all marinate on that. 
I'm 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 gonna seek I'm gonna seek that in, bro. I'm gonna seek that in. All right. LG the voice, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. It's like Mr. Wallace said, you only got one life to live. Live to the best. If you get a second life, you live it to the rest. Bars. That's right. Ryan Bars, thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Yo, I like all of us to just keep your head up. Ooh, child. Things are going to get easier. Yes, sir. I salute you to that, Ryan Boss. No doubt. Play correct, Joe. Thank you so much for joining us today. Drop a juke before you go. Um, I'd like to add on to what my man Jay said. Um, I, I, I don't watch tennis, right? Except for Serena Williams, because I like the way she used to serve. You know, she threw with them tight ass pins and her butt. I love Serena. I love you, baby. Jamal, can I give you one more before you close this out? Go ahead. So I think about this. Uh, one of my good buddies, uh, he, uh, he passed away two days ago. Um, he was in the military 22 years. He succumbed to his cancer uh, from burn pits in Iraq. And so I always tell people, man, remember that soldiers live two lives, the life that they was chose to live and the life that they chose to live for you to give you the freedoms that you enjoy today. And so um, I think about him today for the life that he gave for all of us. Yes, that's facts. Definitely. And I'll close this out. Um, in, the, in the words of the, of the words of the great heavy D, time has been taken and time has been spent. Now it's time for the love of the school. <laughs> oh, you know what, ball? He ready. He's ready. He was ready. <laughs> yeah, he he has that shit written down. He said he gonna he gonna shut that shit off. Nice. Good job, bro. Yo, happy birthday, brother. Thank you. Thank and your you, mom, happy birthday. I'm going to salute you for your birthday. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I want somebody... You deserve your birthday. birthday. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. This has been another edition of the Purpose Podcast. We out. Yeah. out. Now that we done spoke on these topics, you know it's only right that we open up your optics for all my listeners. Now I know you got options, but I ask around, the brothers the hottest, like DJ Khaled, we the best in these streets. Make sure that you're listening in next week. Shout out to Sergeant J Boogie and World Tour, LT The Voice, and PC Joe for sure. Mr. Wallace and Ryan Bars leave you wanting more. You know it's Brothers Podcast, what you fronting for? Where we got news and drop jewels galore. The Brothers Podcast, Stash Crib Report, Chip, BK, All Day, Ryan Boss. The future like flying cars.